thank you so much for tuning in for another episode here at Trans in Color. Uh, this week we have Mr. Davis, one of our amazing followers here at Trans in Color, and we truly appreciate him for taking the time out of his day to speak with us. Um, we can't wait to see what awesome information he has to offer. So I won't keep you all waiting. Let's go ahead and jump right into the interview. All right. Well, before we get started today, um, can you give us your name? Uh, my name is Kai Davis. Kai Davis. All right. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you. Kai nice to me- yeah, it's nice to meet you, too. Thank you. Thank you. And really do appreciate you for coming on the show. Um, so if you don't mind, we do like to give our listeners just a little bit of background information about yourself, mm-hmm. just so they can feel like they know you just a little bit. So um, where are you from? I was born and raised in Morganville, Kentucky, a little small town. <laughs> oh, okay. Kentucky. That's the first person I think I've met. Uh, okay all right and so you were born in kentucky and where are you now i am now in henderson kentucky it's just like about 30 minutes from morganville but it's another small town really okay okay um are there i know you said it's a small town are there any like trans men out there that you've met or anything like that uh honestly there is like probably only one or two trans men that I know of in my area. I mean, like, we're not really close, but I just know of them from school. But other than that, nah, it's it's pretty just, it's bland here. Really? Okay. Yeah. That's actually more than I expected. Usually it's like nobody. (laughs) That's actually more than I thought. Okay. Yeah. All right. And yeah, how old are you? I'm 20. 20? Okay. Mm -hmm. So now I feel very old because I'm 34, but <laughs> cool. All right, 20. So, um, okay, so you're on the younger end. So when did you uh, start your transition? Uh, I started taking testosterone on uh, November 28th of 2017. Oh, okay, okay. So you've already passed your year, coming up on two years. Yes, I'm excited. Okay. I'm anniversary. That's what's up. That's what's up. So. Um, was it hard with that process? Tell us a little bit about your process starting testosterone. Um, I'd say it was a little tough because, I mean, for one, I kind of didn't know a lot about transitioning. So just like trying to find enough information that I wanted and needed to know, like before I just jumped into it, it was kind of a struggle for me. Like, I mean, I could like find like, you know, all the medical standpoints, but like doctors or something like that, but it was kind of hard for me to like truly know like other men's experiences, mm-hmm. like because I didn't really know any other trans men at all. So, right. but uh, right. when it came to like you know getting the treatment, I'd say I had it fairly easy because uh, I actually started when I was a freshman in college, like my first semester, and okay. so uh, that was at the University of Louisville, and so. Um, if you're a student, like, you know, it's free. You just, as long as you have the right insurance. So oh, I was, wow. Yeah, so I was completely covered. And my doctor was on campus. So, you know, I just rode the bus to my doctor's office and I got my tee shot. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, you are very fortunate. That's that's yeah. pretty. Yeah, I was really blessed off that note. <laughs> yeah. So you're saying that that was through your school? They allowed yeah. you to do that? Yes. Like, the University of Louisville is, like, one of the most LGBT-friendly colleges. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, that's definitely something our listeners should know, especially if you yes. <laughs> going to college. Okay. 
So University of Louisville, that's what you said? Yes. Okay. Okay. Great. Great. Um, so, well, that's great. So they made that process, it seems, pretty easy for you. Yes. And, like, I mean, it kind of blew my mind because, like, one thing I do remember, like, researching about starting tea is, like, usually there's, like, a big consultation uh, era. Mm-hmm. Like, so sometimes you have to wait, like, a month or up to six months. Like, I've heard people having to do that. But I got mm-hmm. – I went in my first appointment. I did the consultation, and I I left with the, my first tee shot on the same appointment. Wow! Really? Yes. Wow. So, so I'm just wondering for you, did they make you get any type of letters? Did you have to get a letter from a doctor or anything like that beforehand? Uh, no, I didn't have to get any of that. He just okay. yeah, we just sat there and we talked for a long while. Okay. Okay. Well, because I know in some it. Depends like I'm in Maryland so they require me to get two letters um from uh like a behavior therapist before they'll even prescribe the testosterone mm. um so that's why I was wondering for you so that's that's definitely a better process it seems like yeah. I mean there's only one thing uh, <clears throat> like before he gave me my tee shot um uh, he encouraged me to like uh go out and join like a support group or start counseling or therapy because he did like, you know, tell me that mental health, like and depression is really high among the trans community. So. Mm-hmm. That is true. I, I mean, I, I can only speak for myself, but I've noticed like my hormones, sometimes they can be through the roof. And so I can definitely see how. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right there with you. I promise you. <laughs> Yeah, I think a lot of us are experiencing that. And that's one thing that we don't talk about enough is, you know, the mental health aspect. Yes, I agree. Because, yeah. So I know I didn't um, put this on a list or anything, but have you noticed um, anything when it comes to like your anger or trying to keep your anger in check? Has that been any more difficult for you? Um, I get asked this a lot, but personally like it's kind of hard for me to compare it because like before I, I even started T, I have always kind of had a little temper problem I'm like it wasn't like mm-hmm. really out of hand but I did have a hard time controlling my temper but Got you. honestly like now that I've started T, I don't mm-hmm. think I'm you know I don't have any temper moments or lashing out or anything like that but I do just have a okay. lot of like I do feel irritated. Like I will get irritated very easily. Yeah. Mm, okay. I I can agree with you on that one. That happened too. Um, I definitely get irritated very easily. And I have to kind of talk myself yes. down. Like it's so easy just, you know, just get in your head. Like with just one little thing can just right. trigger it. And I'm just like, oh, God, calm down. Just, it's good. Yep. <laughs> uh, well, at least I know I'm not the only one. Because that definitely happens to me too. And it's like once one little thing goes wrong, it's like I can find a million other things going wrong that'll just make me even more upset. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you are not alone in that. Okay, yeah, yeah. So if anyone else is listening, just... Yes, <laughs> you are not alone, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, what are your pronouns? He, him. He, him. Okay, okay. Just one, I didn't want to uh, assume or yeah. anything, so he, him. Okay. And I know you said before your transition that there were only um, a couple of uh, trans men that you knew of from like school in your area. So do you, have you been able to meet anyone else now that is trans? Uh, through Instagram, I've met tons of trans men. 
Uh, but I'm trying okay. to think, like, you know, in person. Uh, no, I honestly don't think I have in person. Not in person. Okay. I've noticed that as well, too. Like, not a lot of us have met a lot of other trans men in person. Um, but that's why I do also think Instagram and social media is important because it puts you in contact with different people that, you know, normally you would have never met, um, you know, if it wasn't for that. So, okay. All right. So not necessarily, um, you know, met a lot of trans people um, in person. Um, now, I have another question. It's off the mm-hmm. topic, off the subject we were on, but dysphoria. Do you feel like you've uh, struggled with dysphoria? Yes, <laughs> for the longest time. <laughs> uh, probably, like, what really makes me the most dysphoric is, um, you know, my body. Because I'm still okay. pre-op. I haven't had top surgery yet. And okay. So that's okay. one thing that really, really makes me dysphoric. And another thing... Uh, it's like when people, you know, like family-wise, like, you know, they get my pronouns wrong or they use my dad name. It's terrible. Yeah, Yeah, that can definitely, yeah, I understand what you're saying there. Um, And it seems like, it's like I try with family to be patient with them because I do realize they probably knew me as someone else, but then at the same time, they do need to still respect you and, you know, don't downplay it or act like it's not that serious because when they don't respect that, I don't think a lot of them realize how much it affects us. Yes. And, you know, yeah, like same with you, like I try my best to be patient too. Like, you know, I don't just immediately just, you know, get mad at them. Cause I mean, I understand like, you know, my whole life, they always knew me as, you know, she. And so, you know, that big change. But, you know, I mean, at some point, right. you know, you got to <laughs> get with the flow. Put your foot down. Yeah, because I have noticed with some of them, if you don't correct then or, you know, actually put your foot down after a while, they'll just continue doing it because they don't think it's yes. that serious. And um, yeah, so I understand that, you know, if someone slips up, I've said that, OK, I understand. Try not to make that happen. But if you're just blatantly doing it, no, that's not okay. Yeah, <laughs> not okay whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So um, are you, as I know this is kind of personal, but um, are you working towards um, surgery or, you know, like top surgery or anything? Yes, I definitely want to have top surgery, like, as soon as I can. <laughs> and uh, um, coming to bottom surgery, I mean, it's... It's been in the back of my head, but I haven't truly gave a thought to it yet. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm still on the fence about bottom surgery. Right, right. I I understand that, too. I have a lot of concerns when it comes to that. And I really want to do a full episode just on talking about bottom surgery because there's so many, uh, yeah, so many questions that I yes, have. Yes, please do that because so. I'm... <laughs> I'm overwhelmed with questions about bottom surgery myself. Yeah. Really? Okay. We'll definitely do that because I do know of three men that have gone through uh, phalloplasty. So they've gone through the surgery and I'm pretty sure they can give us some insight um, as to what that's like. So when we do that, I'll be sure to have you back on um, so that you can ask any questions you might have. Um, oh, yeah, that okay. sounds good. I love that. 
So do you do anything uh, to help combat your dysphoria that makes it any easier for you when you're having those feelings? Um, honestly, sometimes I'm a big person of, you know, like looking back and seeing how far you've came. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I'll do like to really help me feel better about myself. And when it comes okay. to, like body wise, like sometimes I'll bind my chest. Okay. And um okay. working out though is the probably the top reliever for me. Yes. Really? Um, it makes me feel real better okay. about myself and boost my self esteem. Well that's good. See, that's one thing I need to do. <laughs> um <laughs> I going to and I am the I can't even lie, I am the worst at working out. I'll go really hard for like four days and then yeah, <laughs> you just gotta so slowly back ease back. yourself into it, you know, day by day. Uh, yeah, I need to because um, I'm bad. Like, I was trying to work out, and I realized I couldn't even do, like, a full push-up. <laughs> I was like, this is bad. I got to do something. <laughs> I'm trying to get there. Uh, okay, so I want to know, because I know that you do some things with the trans community, and I would love for you to just, you know, tell everyone else about it. So, yeah, how do you personally uh, contribute to the trans community? Uh, my biggest contribution is like, I want to give like the guys that are pre-T a good platform to help Mm. them start their transition. Because when I wanted to start, I struggled like finding personal lives. Like Mm. once they started the transition, like questions I wanted to personally know, but I I didn't really, I couldn't find the information anywhere. So I created a website, you know, for FTM, pre-T, trans men who want to start transitioning. And I'm just basically like blogging my entire trans experience, uh, how I started T, you know, my doctor, my first appointment, what to expect. So it's kind of like a, you know, full insight. Like you don't have to be puzzled about starting testosterone like I was. That is awesome. So do you have the site up and running already? I'm still working on it, but it's almost there. Almost there. Okay. So do you have like a website name yet or do you want um, us to come back at another time? We'll be right back after a brief message from our sponsors. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't have it named yet. Yeah, it's not up yet. No. Okay. Okay. That's not a problem. I was just wondering, but... Um, once you do finish that, um, definitely let me know. That way we can have you back on. And then, you know, you can even give like a tour of everything that you're doing um, with your site. Because I would love to hear more about it um, as far as how you're helping the trans community. Okay. And another thing, uh, really, I first started by uh, becoming a YouTuber. And so, uh, oh, yeah, okay. so I documented my transition there. Uh, I did a bunch of videos like Q&As, like questions and answers. Because, like, there were so okay. many people asking me so many personal questions. And I was just like, I mean, might as well just make a whole video for everyone to see and everyone's question to be answered. Okay, that's what's up. So are your videos still up on YouTube yes. right now? They are. Okay, so how can people find your YouTube? Uh, I have it. I have a link on my Facebook. And I also have a link directly in my Instagram bio. In your Instagram mm-hmm. bio. Okay, so... Um, can you give everyone your Instagram name just in case that link is not there uh, when they come visit? Yeah. visit this yes, place. it's Kai Jace Davis. 
Okay. And can you spell that out too for everyone? Uh-huh. Just yeah, case. it's K-I-J-A-C-E-D-A-V-I-S. Okay. Thank you very thank much. You. So y'all, if you go to his page, then you'll be able to see, you know, his YouTube videos and things like that. I think that's really awesome because I, I know that there are a lot of people that do have questions. So if they're able to go and, you know, visit your question and answer section, that's yes. perfect. Perfect. Okay. Um, so another question I have, do you live, um, a stealth life or are you, um, pretty open about being trans with other people? I'm very open about being trans. And honestly, um, this helps me personally because I've always been kind of a closed person. Like I Mm -hmm. suck at opening up like about my feelings, you know, just Mm. being honest. And so that's one thing I've, I mean, I've obviously came a very, very long way and, you know, YouTubing and you know, blogging my whole trans experience that helps me just be open on and all and not afraid right. to express myself. So, Right. Well, that's really good. That's really good. Um, yeah, I can see how YouTube, you know, being able to express yourself on that platform first can help you open up. And I think it's good. Like, I don't, of course, I don't see anything wrong with people who decide to live a stealth life. But for those of us that don't, and are there to encourage others and, you know, give them support. I think that's really important yes. to have people on both ends of the spectrum. Okay. Um, so let's see, do you ever have any type of safety concerns when it comes to being a trans man of color? Um, so you mean like, do I ever feel like threatened in a way or in a sense? Yeah, like, I know I've had, for for instance, I've had people say things to me while I'm out in public. And sometimes it does make me worry about my safety for the majority of the time, though I don't, I don't really think about it. But I'm just wondering if you've ever, you know, been worried about your safety as a trans man. Um, honestly, you know, I've never really personally experienced any kind of, like, you know, hatred or just straight out discrimination like to my face anyway but like I have heard you know that people say things about me but you know they've never been told to me so okay. I mean I, I guess I I'm person no I wouldn't say I'm kind of concerned okay okay well that's yeah. good I am glad but I mean you know, you know I mean it, it is sad like that you know other trans men do have to experience those kind of things because you know I've I've witnessed it myself He's got to stand up for him. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Standing up for each other is very. Um, so let's see. I know that you went through your school um, for to start testosterone and things. Um, do you did you did you have insurance on top of that, or was that something the school covered? How did that work? Uh, I already had my own uh, insurance, but. There was okay. also uh, insurance offered, like, through the college. I mean, like, like, it wasn't included in tuition, though. Like, you had to pay for it. Okay. But, yeah, I was I was fortunate enough to actually get the student insurance there. And, yeah, that really helped a lot. Okay. That's good. So, by any chance, does the school, do they cover top surgery as well? Anything like that? Or just the testosterone? Yeah, it was just the testosterone. I really wish they covered the top surgery because I would have been at it. <laughs> been yeah. at it. Oh, I see. Um, 
I, I can't remember your state because I know several states have like expanded Medicaid now where a lot of people, even if you don't have like health insurance, you can, you know, have it covered, your top surgery covered. I'm not sure about your state. I'll have to look up them. But I know that that's one of the things that Trans and Color is definitely trying to do is trying to find all these men that are in states and in Medicaid and get them to be able to have their top surgery. Yeah, that's something I need to uh, look into, too. I mean, like, obviously, honestly, I haven't, you know, really did a whole lot of research recently about mm-hmm. top surgery. So, but I definitely have to look into that. Yeah, and I'll let you know as well, because I have a list. I don't have it here with me, unfortunately. But I do have a list of, you know, all the different states where the Medicaid is expanded, because that is one of the things that we're doing, just helping everyone get signed up for health insurance. So once I look over that, um, most definitely, if your state is one, I'll give you the information. That way you can start that process. Um, okay, well, thank you. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Um, so have you, um, I know I've seen a lot of different events lately for um, trans people of color. It looks like maybe even like a couple, a week or so ago, there was a gala. Have you been ever been able to attend any of these or are you interested? Uh, I've never attended, but definitely am interested. Uh, I seen one of my buddies attend, um, I forgot what it was, I think it was in, was it in Dallas or Texas? I can't remember what it was. Because if it was this last week, I think that's where it was. Yes. Yeah, that was it. Okay. Yeah, I've seen the photos floating around um, online on Instagram. Um, okay. So that would be something that you'd interest, be interested yes, in doing. Yes, definitely. I'd love to, you know, travel for things like that. Oh, I forgot to mention mm-hmm. that. I have uh, actually, you know, traveled to uh, participate in, you know, LGBT um, things. Yes. Really? Okay. Uh, um, where, where were you able to go? I went to uh, Pittsburgh. For um, oh. have you heard of the web series "To Be Me"? That filming going around? No, I haven't. You said it's called "To yes. Be Me." Okay, let me write that down because I want to check it out. Yes. Okay, go ahead. Tell- uh, so it's a web series filmed in Pittsburgh. Um, so the producers, his name is uh Don, and the girl's name is Amanda. They actually found me on Instagram. You know, I just woke up randomly. He messaged me one day and was like, hey, I'd love for you to be a contributor to our love, uh, to our web series. You know, just give me a call if you can. And next thing you know, I just got a plane ticket. I flew out to Pittsburgh and it was probably one of the best experiences. That is so amazing. Okay. Well, congratulations. on That's great. Um, So you said it's called To Be Me and it's a web Mm -hmm. series. All right, well, you're looking at that. Go ahead. It's all right, but um, I forgot to even say what it was about. <laughs> but it's about um, <laughs> it's about a non-binary uh, female trying to. Uh, she just returned home from college, and she's uh, okay. her mom died, and she was a supportive parent. And then, mm-hmm. um, so she's with her dad, and she's trying to identify as trans. Like you know, she's noticing that day by day. And okay. so it's just okay. basically like, like, you know, her trying to find herself and expose herself and come have her dad come to terms with it. Oh, wow. Well, I would love to check that out because that does sound very interesting. Yeah. Always looking for. Okay. 
Well, I will definitely check that out. And I hope everyone else listening um, to be me, um, you know, check that out. If you definitely yes. get a Yeah, they have an Instagram and they have a Facebook page. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, let's see. Um, I know that we are trying to put together an event here in the Washington, D.C. area. Um, that's where I'm at. So we're aiming for next year. So hopefully... Um, once we get everything, you know, solidified, maybe we'll see you out here one of these years. That would yes, be great. that would be great. Yeah. Okay. Well, before we wrap things up today, I just want to know um, if there's any advice that you have for other trans men or just any information that you want to give that we didn't cover one. Um, this time is all for you. Uh, definitely one thing. It's to be patient. I know it's cliche, but you have to be patient or you can't really appreciate anything. Mm-hmm. Um, two, just remember, like, don't ever be afraid to be yourself. I mean, you're going to, anything you do, you're going to take backlash. Someone's going to be mad at you for anything you decide to do. So just make sure you're doing what makes you happy. Okay. Um, That's true. You have to eliminate any negativity out of your life like no matter how good things may be going for you if you have that one negative factor that can just bring everything down around you that's true um, definitely i don't know just love yourself that's, mm, that's, that's a good one <laughs> yeah that's, that's one thing i'm actually you know working on every day but i mean because you know it doesn't just happen all at once but not yeah. at all. Not at it's all. A, Definitely takes hard yes, work. Yes, it's a gradual process, but as long as you're actually yes. trying. Yes, I agree with that. I agree with that. Well, wow. Okay, so those were some great tips. Um, of course, you know, love yourself, be patient. I know the whole being patient, that's one thing that comes up a lot because, you know, I, I was impatient too. I took my first shot and I was like, all right, let's go. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Definitely not going to work like that. It's like, slow your roll. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to be patient. It is. Yeah, yeah, but that is definitely some good good advice for, um, you know, all trans men, those that are starting or, you know, already in the process. Um, yeah, that is some good advice to give. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I really do thank you again, Kai, for uh, coming on the show, um, for making yourself available, taking the time out your day, because you definitely didn't have to do that. Um, so thank you very, very, very much. Well, thank you for having me. Oh, yes, of course. And we will be having more, you know, roundtable discussions. Um, and like I said, definitely when it comes to the phalloplasty, that, um, when we have that conversation, I will definitely be sure to include you in that. All right. I will definitely be looking forward to that. All right. Well, thank you again for coming on. And I really hope that you enjoy the rest of All the right, day. All right. Thank you. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, well, it's time to wrap things up. Uh, Once again, I want to thank all of you for tuning in. Uh, Just remember that you can always follow us on Instagram, 
at trans underscore n underscore color. And you can also follow us on Facebook at trans and color. Um, you can always join our Facebook group and join in the conversation if you have the time. And if you want to have your question or comment featured, or if you want your business advertised on our next episode, just remember that you can DM us or send us an email. Um, you can also visit us at www.transandcolor.com if you have any questions. Don't forget to subscribe and remember that we're available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. All right, we'll catch you all next week.